When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Season two of the Pat and JT podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time, always gonna be the best. Come on. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. Right. Uh, we're on the precipice means you're like right, ready on the ready to on do the edge. We're on the edge of the craziest two weeks in uh, Omaha of the year. Well, College World Series weeks. Right, best thing on dirt. Yep. Best best thing on dirt, best show under whatever it's called. Best I show under, best show I don't under, know. whatever, best thing under. But it's it's it's, it's, a, it's, it's it's great, and especially over the last last year was a little bit better. But the year before, not happening at all. Yes, last year there were stipulations and masks yeah. and everything. So this so, is the first year we're OG back to the College World Series the way it used to be. I just pulled up. If you want to check out their website at cwsomaha.com, easy enough. But it just says opening celebration is back. And that's going to be Thursday. That's like tomorrow as we speak. Um, so said so you can consider the home of the men's college world series as a little slice of heaven on earth. Yes, it is free screening of field of dreams is planned for the kickoff as well. Oh, for the, like in the stadium that I, it just says it must be because it, it used to be, they would do it on 10th street. Remember yeah. when they would do the, the big thing on 10th street. I'm sure it's in the stadium, but anyway, they've got all kinds of information on the website. I could click more information if you'd like me to find out. Well, I would tell you, I, that's, I, would, <laughs> I, would, I would firmly pass on that one because it's going to be 1,000 degrees, and I'd rather sit and watch. Uh, I love Field of Dreams, but I'm not going to sit outside and watch it because it's almost a three-hour movie. For the kids, no. for the experience, if, you, if you're coming in from out of town, may as well soak it all up yeah. because you'll be, you'll be soaking everything else I up suppose. <laughs> I suppose. I right. suppose. We, we do. We take it for granted, don't we? Yeah. Being in Omaha. Knowing that College World Series, that's just part of our... It's been here for over 50 years. I mean, you yeah. just know it's just part of the fabric. Right. But I think being part of the fabric is like we know when to avoid downtown. We don't do things downtown because it gets crazy and we get pissed. It, right? We, too, we avoid it. It's, right. Cause it's a lot. Sad. It is really sad because I'm sure there's a lot of people from Omaha that have never been to the College World Series. Probably. Because, um, I mean, it's just been a, f- a handful of times that Nebraska was represented. Mm-hmm. And other than that, they just don't, they don't have any idea. There's people from Louisiana that know that parking lot better than yeah. people on 72nd Street. Well, like with our zoo. How often <laughs> you have been to the zoo for 40 years? No. Nope. I go to the zoo once every seven years. So I think that's the, one of the top <laughs> zoos in the world. You have to. And that, yeah. Like, because you have to. Because I have to. Yeah. So like we, that, that's another thing we don't yeah. take advantage of. So yeah, there's, I totally get that. There's a lot. And the whole state. I think that, yeah, we're, well, I think any state though, people right. are complacent. I, I wonder, like when I lived in Arizona, there were a lot of people that I'd met that were from there that had never been to the Grand Canyon. That was like one of the first things I knocked off the list. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like, you always want something you can't have. I guess Same, so. Yep. I guess so. But for people that are coming to town, um, if you have any friends that are going to be coming to town now that we have a better idea of who's going to be in the College World Series, uh, you might want to point them to, there's a new podcast coming out. 
It is so new. <laughs> we just wrote the title. Backflips, <laughs> right? <laughs> like legit. I think the logo's still wet. Backflips and party tips with, and we had Anna on our show a couple of weeks ago when we were live at Hale Varsity yeah. Club. Uh, and we had Andrew on like three weeks ago. Uh, so um, Anna and Andrew are part of Herd at Sports, which was just announced this week. That won't get confusing. And there's a part, right? <laughs> and uh, we've got a partnership with D1 Sports, which is like the big like the the big brand behind the College World Series, they have you know it's baseball. Most people don't know that, but that's how a lot of stuff gets out there. A hundred percent, yeah. So Herat Sports has a partnership with them, and they're launching their um, bat flips and party trips. Trips. <laughs> that's a that's a tongue twister. Back flips and party tips. With, I'm thinking yeah. tricks might have worked better. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe we, maybe we should put it in the suggestion Jeez, box. Jesus, it's too late though. It's already been drawn up. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So people that are coming into town, and we got Texas A&M, Oklahoma, Texas. Wow, big contingency from Texas. Uh, Notre Dame, Stanford, Arkansas, Auburn, and Ole Miss. That's the crew that's coming to town. So they should definitely want to, especially the fans, that's who's going to benefit from this podcast. Yep. It's not going to be an X's um, and O's, uh, strikes and, and balls sort of podcast. It's more about the fan experience. It's going to be live um, every day at a different location, live podcast recording, uh, different location downtown, and talking about a little bit of the game. And I'll be bringing the game. Andrew brings the fan experience. It's going to be awesome. They're great. So it looks like, yeah, opening ceremonies on June 16th. They're going to start off with the open team practices starting on the 16th at 9 in the morning. And that's where they do like, you know, 45 minutes of the team practicing. And then people get a chance to get autographs. So that goes from 9 to 5. So throughout the day, there's all these teams practicing. And then they have Fan Fest from 11 to 7. Uh, and the Field of Dreams movie is in the uh, Charles Schwab Field Arena or whatever you want to call it, just across, right across the street from the health center, which yeah, <laughs> I right? just want to say is a hospital. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway, that's at 630, and then they have the team parade at 835, and then uh, fireworks. Yeah, it'll be fun. O'clock. So a long day, and it'll be a fun day. Um, but yeah, so check out the podcast or be watching for it. It's, it is out there right now. I think there's just the intro episode is out there right now. Can um, people still get subscribed to it right now? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'll, and I'll put a link in the, our description. Just so you don't miss anything. Yeah. That's coming up as the action starts rolling. And then it'll continue after College World Series this year. Be, that's going to be kind of like mainstay with the College World Series. Yep. It's going to be, yeah, it'll be out ahead of the series so people can start planning what you know, as a fan coming to town or even like that's an event that, podcast. that'd be a good thing for people that live here to, to have uh -huh. a different perspective on certain things that we hear about every day, a different perspective yeah. from um, other people that don't experience it every day to might shake right? up our routines. here. Some in of town. the insider information right. about some things that go on. Cause there is, there's a lot that goes on down there that nobody knows about that lives here. Exactly. <laughs> um, speaking of sports, uh, let's talk about, how about Union Omaha? Yeah, there is other stuff besides the College World Series going on this weekend. What? Yeah. Uh, Union Omaha out there, they've got a game. As a matter of fact, they are going to be playing. I just had this written down. Was it? Sh the, uh, uh, it's the 18th mm -hmm. is when they're going to be playing Union Omaha. If you haven't seen a good soccer game, man, I'm going to tell you what, these guys are amazing. And I had it pulled up here. Where is it at real quick? Um, but they are going to be in town and um, watching one of their soccer games. I went to the first one ever. Greenville Triumph. Thank you. I thought it said Greenville Trump. I'm like, whoa, they get a lot of grief for that, I bet. <laughs> no, it's the Greenville Triumph. <laughs> the Triumphs are in town. Is that like Triumph, Triumph the insult dog? Maybe. Uh, it should be. should be. It's not. Speak I wonder, now I wonder what their mascot is. Because I love the guys that play at this level. Uh, in, in any field, I mean, the soccer team, right. It's just, it's, it is just below the big time. Right. But they get to have a lot of fun as well. 
Um, and this team coming in, if you haven't seen these guys play, it's, it is phenomenal. And seeing how they transition the, the field at Warner Park is amazing. Uh, just a ton of fun. So if you get a chance to go out on the 18th, you can check that out. I know it looks like their logo has a mountain. Okay. So I, I, I so I don't know, but it's then not the Triumph the Insult Dog. No, okay. I, it's, I don't know. Maybe they have a different mascot, but the, at least the <laughs> the logo has a mountain, three mountains. Good enough. Good enough. I was going to bring something up real quick here, um, a Facebook type thing, and I'm just curious if anybody else has seen this. I've been like a lot of bots lately, and I never have had any issue with that on Facebook. Um, you know whether whether. It, I don't know. I don't know. It's just like friend requests, and then you you click on them because you're like, Ooh, do you know anybody I know? Like, they know nobody you know. How did you find me? And you click on their, their page to go look at them, and maybe there's one or two pictures of them. They just joined Facebook. Bah, ha, ha, ha. Oh, a total bot. Yeah. Total bot. And the other day, had one of them, somebody commented on a post that I made, and it was a well-written grammatically correct because usually that's where they give it away they use the wrong tenses of words mm-hmm. or verbs and things um i is like your content don't <laughs> what's the Thanks. one what's the one you keep getting on the information form I, uh get the one that nick well sent i was you. actually going Grab i was that. actually going to when we do our inbox segment that's one of the emails oh, okay, I was no, read today. okay that's perfect but but yeah and, and anyway he 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 mentioned you know something about my posts and he really enjoys them and and didn't want to bother you with a friend request unsolicited but if you would like to uh you know be facebook friends um i'll, I'll let you take that first step right and so i click on his one picture which is his? If you want to be Facebook as, friends, like I have enough crap going on in my life. I don't want to be Facebook friends with somebody I don't even and, know online and, to get to know you. And he has all his friends locked down, so you can't even tell if he has any other friends. Like, yeah. like creep. Like, no thanks. No, I'm good. And his last name was Hugger. Ew, even what? <laughs> Seriously, Hugger? I don't think so. Hugger. So I decline. Yeah, so. <laughs> Hugger. But yeah, I've been getting a lot of requests from people that have no friends in common. And then they have no timeline. Be, you need to stop going on I, sketchy sites. I just need to stop going on period. Yeah. Just go on Facebook. I'll leave it alone. So anyway, yeah, you were going to say. That's the fastest way to get your account hacked. <laughs> yeah. Fastest way. Yes. And then you get that random m- message from people. Okay. Like, hey, don't accept friend requests for me because I was hacked or something. I've seen those too. Yesterday too, another thing that happened. Okay. This is long story short. I have this big planter that was left in my house when I moved in 13 years ago. It's huge. It's full of dirt. It's heavy as hell. Can't move it. And it's usually just has weeds grown in it because I've never put anything in it. And so I pull all the weeds. So it's just a, it's a planter full of dirt. So anyway, I bought these adorable, like, um, I was at a, I think I mentioned this, that there was a garden art walk that, mm-hmm. that was at, uh, out in, I don't know, wherever. And, and their backyard is huge. And they have all these artists have all their art in this strategically designed backyard to show off, uh, you know, different kinds of things from bird feeders and, and little gnomes and, and whirly birds and, and all this cool stuff. And, and everything looked really cool. And a couple of things that I bought were some, uh, it's like ceramic toadstools, which were painted, right? They're beautiful, whatever. And then some other little delicate things that look like little flowers that you can just poke in the ground with the wire stems. Okay, that's mm-hmm. cool. So I had them just stuffed into that planter to keep, just to put them somewhere. And I'm sitting there looking at the other day. And I'm like, you know what? I know what I, I think I know what I'm going to do. So I got some spray paint, painted this ugly terracotta foam type planter. It's cheap. And painted it bright blue, like a dark, well, like it's a navy blue, but it's real shiny. 
and then bought some fake peat moss. <laughs> and I'm making a little miniature gnome land oh, with these little toadstools. Oh, my gosh. Show you like a a little, I want to show you. You're we making can use it. a miniature gnome land. Wait till you see this. Hold That's going to be the name of the podcast today. I'm making a miniature gnome land. Here you go. That's what I did. Oh, it's like a little like Smurf, like a set of the Smurfs. That actually looks pretty cool. Isn't that? It's yeah. not as dorky as I What's as it you called? Thought. I'm building. I don't know. They call it a building. fairy or something. What do they call something? I don't know. There's there's a name for it because there are people that do this. Uh, and so you get to, when you get to looking for more pieces to put on to add little miniature things, yeah. I think it's like fairy garden or <laughs> uh-huh. something like that. And you can buy like 200 pieces for nineteen ninety nine, and they got little bugs and little, and I'm like, oh. no, I don't want little bridges and I'm not going to buy little ducks. And <laughs> maybe that's just the transition that people make in life is when they get to a certain age, they start making models. They make mini uh, things. One of, uh, That's um, not one of my one of I just need a place to put my toadstools. That's well, all I wanted. Dang it. That, if we already didn't have a title already, that would have been a, <laughs> Maybe. I just need a place to put my toadstools. Hold on. I'm going to put this down. Okay. I, That's, just, all I was, uh, That's all I was doing. One of Beth's uncles is a, like does model trains. Mm-hmm. It's not just a train. Like He does the whole city, and he makes all the buildings by from scratch. Does like, he belong little, to a community? Oh, I have no idea. There, there's No, there's a friend of mine. He belongs to like train whatever club and they 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 display like they have shows where they bring all their stuff and they set up everything and yeah. it's pretty it's intense it's involved and get all that stuff set up and then people can walk through their displays his is that his is up in a like a, a, a garage a apartment above the garage the whole thing he is all his it anywhere it's no it's built it's like a built-in deal but yeah i mean it's so the model thing i get where it almost becomes an obsession because you want it to yeah. look so real and then he's got all these like ways that he made little little shingle little shake shingles and it's like how did you think about it? and it's oh, it's beautiful and it's gorgeous yeah. and he didn't start that when he got to a certain age I'm going to guarantee you he's been kind of involved all along. Uh, yeah, I to think on, on a, not at this level, but you, yeah. You have to you know, develop skills yeah. when you're doing that kind of stuff. That's cool. But yeah. anyway, yeah, so my fairy garden, whatever yeah. you want to call it, I don't care. Yeah. And maybe, maybe it will be. We'll see what happens. <laughs> God, so many titles. For <laughs> um, okay, so 402-403-9478. We got a text yeah. from, uh, did I close? I closed my little deal. Oh, no, here it is. Uh, this is from Jody. One sentence, it just says, California still has Mexican pizzas. Okay. That face. So this I don't goes know. back to your Taco Bell story. Yeah, Mexican pizzas are sold out. They're, they're for sold out. I don't understand a why. predetermined time. Till, for the, at least the one on 138th and Q says till August. So I don't know what why, but so California not sold out. That's bull. It's, yeah. I guess it's a could be the sauce shortage. I was had a conversation this weekend with somebody. Could either be the the special sauce that's on there or the shell that's on there. Something is out because uh, everything else we deconstructed it. Everything else is available at the store already. It's just the shell and maybe the sauce. I had that conversation. Yeah. So that's I fantastic. I okay. don't know. All right. Oh, good enough. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Uh. Let's see here. What else do we have? Oh, did you have any other? Oh, yeah. Share the other one. Oh, yeah, this other one. Share uh, the other note got that this you got. Email, and it's an email, and it's to <laughs> info at herdat.com. And I hate teams because I'm always missing phone calls. It says, um, this is from Vanessa. She says, uh, horny Shira, Shria, whatever. Horny Shia called you two times. She online. Click the link below to chat with her. She is very horny now. That Now, that's a hot message and that, that message is, went to what uh live like, like four different people like it went to you you mean nick all right and and nick and you always and the that, link yeah. is and this seems okay. legit i'm sure uh live dash sex 
Teams-chat.club. <sighs> yeah. Going to click on that. I just, uh, we need to get not teams anymore because I'm missing calls right and left. <laughs> I did not talk to horny Shyla. I didn't even see that I had a missed call. Well, she, yeah, and she's mad. Dang it. You're ignoring her, obviously. Uh, all right. So, oh, hey, I got something else too. Uh, Tom Hanks, you know, we had that story mm-hmm. about Tom Hanks talking about the movie, the Da Vinci Code trilogy, and how he wanted to make sure that he distanced himself. Out basically. of the blue, distancing himself from a movie he did 15 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, um, the whole Da Vinci and the Da Vinci Code itself is just to me. It's it's a fun fantasy, and it's a it's just a, it makes you think, and it's just enough fact mixed in with some maybes and what ifs. It, what it that, is, it's that it makes people him doing what he just did is like you in ten years saying, you know what, fairies don't exist, <laughs> and there's they don't they're not miniature, they don't live in pots. It's ridiculous, and just saying it out of the blue one day, right, for no reason, for no reason, yeah. And as I said, National Treasure is the same kind of movie. Nicolas Cage embraces that. He loves that movie. And they still talk about doing a fourth one. There's still, because people love that. But anyway, he came out and he said that. The next thing you know, I see this story that just came out yesterday. Tom Hanks won't play gay Philadelphia role, role now. I'm like, wait, what? 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 And it said, it said he wouldn't accept his role in the present day because he thinks it should be played by a gay actor. We've kind of talked about this before. Yeah. Because they're, they're so, it's acting, first and foremost. And there was this move that only people who are in a wheelchair should be a character in a wheelchair. Only people who are gay should play a gay character. Only people who have a certain affliction should play a person with a certain affliction, right? That, right. that they're, they're, they're trying to, or only people, I don't know, how far are we going to go with this? Only people who know how to be reporters should play reporters? Uh, only people who know how, or who are real cowboys should play cowboys? Right. I mean, you can, you, um, go, you can go all the way down the list. Right, and then that at, just kind of ruins acting. At, right, at some point, Hollywood's a fantasy land. At some point, it, you're taking the fantasy out of it. Can we not have, can't have movies like Aquaman? Oh my God! Because Aquaman, <laughs> Aquaman doesn't exist. Jurassic Park. There are really no dinosaurs. So can we not have that? Because that's not accurate. How do we? Yeah, it's not right. We don't know that it's historically. Tom, Han- or- Tom Hanks isn't a pilot, so should he be able to play Sully? He's not a oh. pilot. We should have a pilot play uh, that. I mean, well, we don't even know that he liked Meg Ryan. Right. Maybe he shouldn't have played that role. So Kurt Russell should have. Didn't they get married? He should have played. So it's like it's so stupid. No, people can close. you could people Goldie you on. it's a, it's, it's a, whatever. But that's okay. <laughs> it's a slippery slope. It's a it's a super slippery slope that you go down that you start doing this and you got to start doing it. You do it for you do it for one subset of society. You have to do it for every Across subset of society. Yeah, or otherwise it's deemed not fair. So and and on top of this, he's not the only actor who's kind of weighed in on this, which I find interesting. Is somebody who stepped forward and into the spotlight and said. <clears throat> is Neil Patrick Harris, who is famously gay and out and, and, and has been, probably was one of the first, I'm, I'm going to say, um, but also is one of the most lovable actors and, and accomplished. Mm-hmm. And he has insisted, um, this isn't a problem. As a matter of fact, he said, wink in his eye, uh, I find it kind of sexy <laughs> about casting a straight actor to play a gay role. And by the same token, then, should a gay person be allowed to play a straight role? Right. I mean, sure. It's acting. It's right. acting. That, and I'm going to guarantee you that a lot of gay people have played straight roles that people didn't know about and back and forth the other way. Mm-hmm. But he goes on to say, listen, I played a character for nine years who was nothing like me. Uh, you might remember from How I Met Your Mother. 
that would be one of many roles. But he said sexuality shouldn't determine the roles he's offered. I would definitely want to hire the best actor. And he, he touches on something that I think is being lost across the board is checking boxes that by doing that, you're denying who could possibly be the best fit because you're too concerned about the minutia right. of, of checking certain boxes. Right. And I think, and I think it, Interesting. It, if we're going to treat Hollywood like it's a job, yeah. then you can't go out and say, I want just somebody that's gay for this. You can't say that. You have to, you have to audition. You have to get everybody. But if well, you're it used treat to it, be, you couldn't say, I only want. Right. You had, you had to be. Well, that's what right? I mean. Like if they, if they start when coming out and saying change? that you can't play this because of you aren't this. If they start I can't play denying a, a you. Blonde. Right. If they, right, like, because we can't say it hurt it. Like, well, we don't, we want a social media person, but you have to be uh, Indian descent, of Indian descent. That's it. That's what you, you can't. Well, now you can say that, apparently. Uh, that's what, yeah. So, right. right. So if you, if that's the case, then if Hollywood can do it and say, we want this person, then regular society, why can't, yeah. it's, it's a double standard and or it doesn't make sense. not apply. Yeah. And it doesn't make sense. And it's, it's the opposite, in my opinion, it's the, it's. It, people are trying to be more inclusive that way, but actually it's the opposite. It is. It's 100% the opposite of being more inclusive. And nobody wants to get a job just because they have blue eyes or well, just because they in, were related to somebody or just because they had... Well, I don't know. Unless it's a lot of money. You got hundred <laughs> percent. You're gonna fake it till they find you out. hundred percent. And then, then you're out the door with the check. See ya. If they came to me and said, we're looking for somebody who is uh, short, uh, married way above his league and we want to pay you $12 million, million yeah. and you're a white guy. Yeah. Done. Bald. Done. Yeah. And then, yeah. Okay. So I don't care. Go yeah. ahead but I know, but things. I know exactly what you mean. Like it is, it's, it it's, to, it's reverse. It's reverse of what they're trying to accomplish. And it, yeah. it seems like they're like too stuck in the weeds to realize it. And it's on the outside. It, it just looks ridiculous. So I wonder which movie he's going to trash next. So for those two of his big ones, um, he may come out, like we said yesterday, splash splash. Should be Cause, uh, cause it's, because Forrest mermaids. Gump? Could he have made Forrest Gump? Well, no, he wasn't. He didn't. He's not a distance runner. He didn't fight in a war. And he, he doesn't didn't. have any sort of a mental deficiency, which is, yeah. I mean, that was part of that. Forrest Gump yep. was on, I don't know what you want to call it exactly, but he had to play that character. Yeah. So that's what I mean. You, you apologize. Can he play that character now? Probably not. He probably should apologize. Yep. See, then, then you got to apologize for everything. You got to apologize for every character you ever played. It's just, it's exhausting. And it's stupid. And some people would argue whether Forrest Gump had a mental deficiency. I don't think he did. He was actually way smarter than most people. <laughs> when Ryan, you think about it. Yeah, that is true. He was. <laughs> he, he called him like he saw him. <laughs> he, he totally was. <laughs> and that got him way further than <laughs> political correctness ever did. Uh-huh. That's for sure. All right. So uh, let's see. Where were we at here? I know what I was thinking of was uh, if you're Tom Hanks and you're looking for a job. Maybe right. we've got just the thing for you. <laughs> FSC Edge is hiring. Should we send him the link? DM really? him the link on Instagram. <laughs> Say, dude, if you're looking for a change, yeah, and they're they're looking for really good people in the positions, and they they, I don't know. He may not like that. I'm not sure. But FSC Edge is looking for people to fill some positions because they they are expanding and expanding fast, and they're looking for people that want to be on their team, which is constantly growing, um, and to join in their mission. And they work with um, patent offices. There's three of them uh, around the world, the European Patent Office, German Patent Office, and Trademark Office, and the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. And when you're, when you're trying to submit and get pat, uh, trademarks, there are certain timelines, there are certain things that you have to hit and deadlines. These, these, this company helps you, helps you as a patent person that's looking for a patent, helps you hit those deadlines, and you could help 
these yeah. people do that as an it's employee. Kind of a, it's really pretty exciting Very stuff. Cool. And it's pretty cool. And and if you could work somewhere where, say, employees were asked what they thought of their work environment, and one of the uh, comments in here, the openness and, and passive invitation to get to know your peers and those around you, albeit cliche, get to know your coworkers exercises, felt genuine and well-rounded instructors were witty and professional, despite the relative newness of the material being taught. Another one said, being made to feel that we mattered and are valued is so important. And I'm like, that's really cool. And they, they do place a lot of emphasis on the work environment and have just very recently invested something like $2 million in the physical environment itself. And you're right here. You're not on the phone. You're not customer facing. It's casual. So go to jobs at fsc.com, jobs at fsc.com and check out what they have available. Very cool. I got a follow up here on Kim Kardashian. I wanted to get in and I know nobody wants to hear about the dress anymore. But I'm going to do it anyway, because apparently there was damage. Oh, there was damage? And there's pictures. And the pictures that were shown, there's a before and after picture. And this was from somebody who apparently is involved in the restoration and conservation industry. And a lot of people also calling out the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum, because they own the dress, for even allowing it to be worn. Mm -hmm which I'm sure they were seeing it as a win because it would only bring attention to them because it's Kim Kardashian, right? Right. Not thinking, ah, you guys, maybe we shouldn't do this. Um, they said that the fabric, what, what they ended up showing, crystals and the fabric, and the way it's done on the backside, there's a zipper and it's like one of those hidden zippers. And if you sew, you, I don't sew a lot, but I do know that much. A hidden zipper, it just looks like a seam when it zips up. And then it also has a little hook and eye on the back. And you can see where it's pulled apart just a little bit. It's not ripped, but it's no longer the way it was in the before picture. Yeah. And this is just on the mannequin. <clears throat> and it, it is quite a difference. And so now there's going to be another round of, oh, my God, why'd they let her wear that dress? They said that when she, they, they made that dress, and I didn't know this, or maybe I didn't, I forgot. I'm not sure. But when it was made, it was made specifically for her, and they literally had to sew her into the dress. Hmm. It, it was specifically that yeah, form-fitting that it wasn't like she could just grab it off the rack and throw it on. It was that form-fitting that they had to sew her, Marilyn Monroe, sorry, yeah. Marilyn Monroe, they had to sew her into the dress when it was made. So it was made specifically for her dimensions, specifically well, for her measurements. And then looking back on it, thinking about this, I, it's a, it was a, Kim should have passed on it because no, there was no win for her on this because she got grief because she was wearing it. Now, you know that's, that they were going to find something wrong with the dress. So that this is bad. And then if she had worn a replica, they would have, they, they would have said, it's a replica, it's not the real thing. So it would have been, it's either, I don't know, she just should have passed on it. She should have just worn something else. I don't know. Is it not? I don't know. It's crazy. They said that right now, uh, just, just to give you an idea, it cost the Smithsonian $350,000 to restore the ruby red slippers, ruby slippers, just to the state that they were in when they first got them. Um, which was already kind of worn. So they, they invest a lot of money in this stuff when they, when they get these articles, and they're all one of a kind. And honestly, I think there was even a, a bit of this article that I found kind of interesting. God, what was her name? I'm going to go back. It wasn't that long ago. But most of the, most of the theaters, most of the theaters, when I think of the um, movie houses, the movie production companies, et cetera, mm -hmm. the big, big, big picture makers back in the 40s and 50s, they didn't save any of that stuff. They, they literally would just like hang them back up and some of the dresses were, or uh, costumes were ruined just by the ink that was on tags or by the paper that they were covered with because it wasn't meant 
to last a long time. They shouldn't be stored that way. And so they never even thought to conserve. And it wasn't until like the 60s, I think, when people really started paying attention. And so whatever they could get a hold mm-hmm. of that they could restore, they did. But they started paying attention to how things were taken care of. Well, because think about so, it, in the 40s, I mean, the movie industry had been around for what, 10 years? Yeah. I mean, so they didn't even really just, think like, they didn't even think that, want this stuff. right, that in 100 years, this thing's going to be worth $10 million. They didn't even think about that. Yeah. It's just, it's just crazy. Um, but anyway, I think here it is. Debbie Reynolds was one of the first to start seriously conserving Hollywood costumes and a lot of the studios, that's the word I was looking for, the major studios, um, their, their care to maintain was really lacking. Um, a lot of things just destroyed because of the acidity of the labels. So kind of interesting, this whole industry that never used to be. Right. So pretty cool. Yeah. Anyway, well, uh, oh, by the way, J-Lo got married. I know that under the radar. We'll just throw that out there real quick. Under the And it's confirmed, right? It is confirmed. Under the radar that... that well, at least by this rag. I don't know which one it is. This is called marka.com. That's what I saw too, and I never heard of it, so... <laughs> They said they will go with independently we'll confirmed. Go with independently confirmed by the dude that slid into your DMs wanting to be friends. <laughs> the hugger said they're married. Landon Hugger. Uh yeah, it says that they did in a private ceremony uh that they did get married, Ben and Jen. Just a couple days after Brittany got married for the third time. Oh, and, and one last final word. What did Brittany tell her, her brother? To F off. <laughs> Because Brian had said that he was invited to the wedding, and she's like, no, you were not invited to the wedding ever. And she went on this whole tirade and said, you can uh, F you, F you, you can F off. You can just. Yeah. There you go. Centrist, aren't you glad to be a part of this? Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so Centrist Federal Credit Union, our partner in crime throughout the year of 2022, we're almost halfway through. Uh, and they extended their great mortgage offer through uh, July, I got to look here real quick just to make sure I got the date right. Cause I think it's going to go through the end of July, almost July 29th. Uh, they were going to end at June 24th. So if you get a chance, get online, Centris, F S U central, no central Centris, Centris, FCU. God, I got to look at it. got a lot of, a lot of letters that we got to talk about. I know Centris federal credit union. We'll go with that. And it's in a work. And then it's a .org. But that's where you're going to find all the information about whether it's a purchase or a refinance. They've got a really good rate. And also be watching for more information about their Cruising for a Cure event, which you can find online at cruisingforacureomaha.com with the Nebraska Prostate Cancer Alliance Car Show. If you have questions, you can also call them at 402-334-7000. Cause they local. Thanks for listening. Um, Thank you guys. Download, subscribe, rate, review our podcast wherever you get them. Pat and JT Podcast. A Huda Media Production.